0: First, let me tell you about uh, my Patriot Supply. It's hard to know when an emergency is going to happen, but I'm 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 going out on a limb here and saying maybe maybe soon Um, you need to make sure that your family is prepared uh, and preparing them after the after the fact is uh, not really very good. You really want to reach out to mypatriotsupply.com. My Patriot Supply will save uh, two hundred dollars for you on an essential three month emergency food kit. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped me and my family prepare for any eventuality. I hope we never have to use it, but uh, we might. All of it is sealed up inside of a, a ultra-durable package. Delicious meals last up to 25 years. Eat right when things go wrong. Three-month emergency food kit. Make sure you save $200 by acting right now at MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. Free same-day shipping. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. telling you, uh, we should vote for Joe Biden because the economy is so great. And our democracy is insane. we should round people up. <laughs> All the crazy mood swings of our president we begin there, next. <laughs> if you're a person who's been living with a lot of pain in your life, wouldn't it be nice to be free of it? I know you've probably tried a bunch of stuff. Please give Relief Factor a try. Try something new. uh, Something that has helped a ton of people, including myself. It's called Relief Factor and it is a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug free and developed by doctors to reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's quick start kit, 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. See how Relief Factor might work. For you, get their three-week quick start. It's 1995. Comes with relief factors. Feel better, or your money-back guarantee. So give it a try now. 800 the number four relief. 800 the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Oh man, Is Stu not here yet. Is Stu not here. Oh, I miss Stu. Is he? Hi, Stu. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? Hey. hey. Oh, really bad. Okay, but at the same time, pretty good. The mood swings (laughs) of President Biden are terrifying. People say, you know, Donald Trump, I mean, he could get out of control and go for vengeance. What the hell do you think is happening right now with Joe Biden? Did you see the, the speech he gave for January 6th? As much of it as I
1: could take. And I, I did realize watching it that the real tragedy of January 6th for the Democrats is that in an election year, it fell on a Saturday Yes. Yeah. so that no one was paying attention. Because this was their right. whole this was their whole idea. Their whole campaign right. was to talk about January 6th constantly and that everyone missed the big speech this weekend because right. no one did. Yeah, came. I know.
0: I know. I know. Well, uh, I mean, there was at least one person that I've never heard of on MSNBC that was sobbing. Uh, He really had a hard time getting it together. Hey, uh, Sarah, do you have like, I don't know, the Glenn theme or something, you know, something that's very, very stirring that you could play the MSNBC clip where the, the anchor is talking to a Capitol police officer and powerful. It's it's very powerful. Go ahead. Is Michael. No, 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 not that theme, (laughs) Not, (laughs) not that theme, you know, Glenn's theme that, that America, the beautiful kind of thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Here we go. Mail Michael
3: Fanon, Former DC Metropolitan Police Officer, Courage for America Council Member, and author of Hold the Line, The Insurrection, and One Cop's Battle for America's Soul. Officer Fanon, I'm going to try to get through this. Um,
0: oh, no. Thank you <laughs> for what you <laughs> did three years ago today. Look at the cop who's looking at this guy. He's like... <laughs> What the hell is happening? What? (laughs) I'm not here. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Uh, Okay. Well, it was a very scary, scary time on January 6th for, well, especially Ashley Babbitt. But let's not talk about that. Um, Very, very scary thing. And here's what the president said in his speech.
2: Today we we gather uh, in a new year. There we go. -hmm. Some 246 years later. Just one day before January 6th. A date forever <laughs> shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly America. lost America. Oh my God. Lost it all. Lost it all. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions yeah. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? Um,
0: no, the Republic is. The Republic is. But, I mean, it's cute with that democracy thing, seeing that you're president of the United States. Um, and then he goes on to celebrate uh, sending January Sixers to prison. Go ahead.
2: Since that day, more than 1,200 people have been 1, charged 1, for assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them.
0: Okay, have been stop, convicted stop, 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 stop. Hold it! Hold just a second. 1,200 people have been uh, convicted of assaulting the Capitol. Hmm. Uh, no, actually, it was trespassing. It was trespassing. Uh, So let's just keep that in mind. What they were actually charged with was trespassing. Now let's go to the second half of that. After conviction,
2: collectively to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. Yay! Yeah, that sounds like a democracy.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. More prison prison time. More prison time. Instead of calling them criminals. He's called these, ex- these insurrectionists uh, patriots.
0: Wow. Okay, stop, stop. Uh, no, they in no court documents, in no court case are they being convicted or tried for uh, insurrection. None of them, none of them have been charged and convicted of insurrection. So where are we getting all this insurrection stuff? Where, where is that? Where is that happening? If that's what they did then fine, charge them with that. And I think you could make a case for a few of the people that I saw. You can make that case. But for the vast majority of it, you know, parading shouldn't get you a couple of years in prison. Trespassing shouldn't. And then you have the attorney general going out or the U.S. attorney who's in charge of this case going out and basically saying, we're going to charge the people who are even outside of the Capitol. Cut 10. Cut 10
1: an important note when it comes to our prosecutions about those who remained outside the building. We have used our prosecutorial discretion to primarily focus on those who entered the building or those who engaged in violent or corrupt conduct on capital grounds. But if a person
3: no entered the restricted area without authorization, they had already
1: committed a federal crime. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake, Thousands of people occupied an area that they were not authorized to be present in in the first place.
0: Okay, so that is the fence uh, that is outside of the Capitol that was taken down by somebody who was clearly an operative of something. So when you went past that fence, which was now laying in the dirt and you couldn't see, and it seemed like it was okay to go by, uh, you were committing trespassing you were outside you weren't doing anything but you were standing there you're now and so they're going to go after they're they're actually going after more people as the as the polling on this gets worse and worse and worse and as the evidence gets worse and worse and worse for the uh prosecution when you start to see the tapes i don't know did you see what uh, laura logan did uh on uh, on her show. Did you see this? Really, really credible work from Laura Logan on this. You see it, Pat or Stu? I did not see anything from Laura Logan, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Laura is talking to this. Uh, she just released it, uh, I think, on Saturday. Uh, she's talking to this woman I've never heard of, and she was beaten and clubbed, billy-clubbed, by three cops, uh police officers uh, from the Capitol police in a hallway of the Capitol. And she's not doing anything. She's trapped in the crowd. And these three police officers target her and beat her in the head. One, one of the police officers takes a, a closed fist and hits her repeatedly five times in the head. Then she's thrown head first into a stone wall She doesn't even remember any of this because the beating was so bad. Then they start beating her with billy clubs and stabbing her with billy clubs. She's not doing anything. it's, It's a horror show, an absolute horror show.
1: Um, The whole thing is misleading, too, which is amazing. I mean, the the two things they wanted to get done after the January 6th situation was, one, call it January 6th. So there'd be this anniversary every year. They could come out and have these speeches and have like a September 11th annual event where they Mm -hmm. could talk about the horrible tragedy that went on. And secondarily, they wanted to use the word insurrection. We talked about this at the very beginning. They used that word immediately knowing that they would later on
0: use it to take donald trump off of the ballot and try right. to make him uh so very well planned and and pushed it, it's it's like when people during covid immediately all of them together started saying you know it's like we need a great reset Wait wait where did that come from all of a sudden everyone's calling for a great reset and the new normal that's weird where did that come from Same thing happened with insurrection. Mm. And that insurrection word is crucial to the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Crucial.
1: That's why they're taking them off these ballots in these states. And Glenn, you mentioned, like, what does he say? You know, 1,200 people have been, you know, uh, been charged and arrested uh, because of uh, insurrection and all this. And it's like the actual stats are comical. Even when it comes to this, there have been 1,240 people arrested now there's three 350 cases are still pending so we don't know Jeez. how those are going to turn out
0: four uh, years into it
1: yeah they've uh, they've convicted glenn 170 people of the 1240 two oh people have God. been acquitted and the rest uh, have pleaded guilty now okay so you have 710 people who have ple- pleaded guilty among those only 210 have pleaded guilty to felony offenses uh, so you have people, about 450 of them, were uh, sentenced to periods of incarceration, ranging from a handful of days to more than 20 years. So when you look at it when, more specifically here, you have, you know, as you pointed out, there are some people in, in this crowd uh, that were not really just in the crowd, right? They really did have uh, ill intent and there's some evidence that some of them did some really bad things. But generally speaking, a lot of these people are just in the area, maybe broke a rule, broke a law, and maybe deserve a slap on the wrist to some of them. But generally speaking, you're talking about minor offenses that they pleaded guilty to uh, without even a trial, and then also went to a place where they're not even going to prison. These are such minor offenses that they might be a fine or probation Look, that doesn't mean it's nothing. I'm not saying it is. We don't we're not trying to downplay what happened on the day. But like this idea that there's twelve hundred people who tried to overturn the government is so it's completely insane and overblown no. that it, no, I... it, it, it you lose all context of what actually happened on January 6th. Correct.
0: Correct. And let me just point out. Um, that grandma should be in jail for maybe a couple of years. But Ray Epps, I mean, let's oh, give him God. a slap on the, on <laughs> of the wrist. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Did we ever talk about that when, when he was actually sentenced and got, what was it, six months? Three months? Yeah. Something ridiculous? Uh, Ray Epps has, they have him on video doing all the things they accuse others of doing, and then some. And people were like, well, what what, what happened there? That's clear what happened there. This is a guy who's got to pay some time. He's got to. They've tried to brush him off, make him disappear, and uh, it wouldn't go away. So we're going to try him, and we're going to give him a very gentle slap on the wrist. So you stop that narrative, and you protect him from another administration coming in and going, oh, we're still, we're still working on this. Uh, why don't we really look into Mr. Epps and see what happened there? Uh, this is a way to get him for double jeopardy. Can't be tried second time for the, for, for what he did. So he only got six months. It, this is, it's sick. When we come back, I want to uh, play the audio of, of Joe Biden, where he got very, very angry, very angry, um, and it's it's a little terrifying, quite honestly. We'll talk about that in 60 seconds. Stand by. Yeah, but first, our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. Imagine if one of the first things you did in the new year was to make sure you never have to worry about how much your car repair was going to cost you. It'd be great. Wouldn't it be a great way if, like 2024, you're like, I'm not going to care about that. When my car breaks down, I got cover it covered. That'd be great. Well, that's what happens when you get a plan with CarShield. You get to lock in your price for car repairs, and it never goes up. Thousands of dollars. Uh, CarShield has saved me on repair of my truck. They don't cover everything, but they cover the big, big ticket items like your transmission. Your car um, you know, breaks down, and a major part goes, an alternator, whatever. They've got you covered. Uh, 5,000 different uh, parts on your car are covered doesn't matter if you have 5,000 miles in your car or 200,000 miles on your car. CarShield has a plan for you. Choose your coverage through CarShield. It's a resolution you can keep. Go to CarShield.com back CarShield.com back or call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com seven sixty one hundred CarShield.com/back. Save 20%. 10 seconds. Station ID. Yes, sir, you have that? Uh... So here's the really great part in uh, Joe Biden's speech where he gets, I don't know, uh, some might say that it's a little angry. Uh, 19.
2: We have to make our choice. I know mine. And I believe I know America's. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. Jeez. We'll honor the sacred cause of democracy. Not walk away from it.
0: No, that wasn't that wasn't the clip. Do we not have the clip where he just looks, I mean, he looks insane. Do, do you find his do you find the
1: ups and downs of the emotions when he's speaking to be real? Yes, I, I, I do. You do? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm a little torn on it. I, I feel like at times he's forcing it because he's trying to be. Uh, Some sort of, um, he's trying to like capture the energy and uh, um, I don't know. Maybe. He's trying to like show the emotion of that moment.
0: uh, I find it, the the clip I saw this weekend where he was just squinting and angry was terrifying because I felt he, maybe he is just acting, but it, it was unhinged. Absolutely unhinged, and uh, I don't know. That's what happens to people with, you know, senility. (laughs) They they have wild mood mood swings and get very very angry. And uh, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Now here he is after the speech. He leaves the stage. Cut twenty, please.
2: Wow. Cool. all right
0: she uh jill comes out and grabs his hand because uh, he's staring like a deer in headlights and she grabs his hand and walks around the corner she's just escorting him. about soon as they get around the corner she drops his hand um but he dawdles off like he's a toddler
1: is it possible um, he was just walking away from the cold play song
0: is that is that a possibility it could it, it no that's a very a good fan. possibility <laughs> yeah right uh cut 21 here he is at the helicopter Look into the helicopter he's looking around like where what do i is are my toys where am i am i gonna i got to is anybody in the helicopter i don't know he's walking back now hey do, do you know where i'm supposed to go and uh, then he's walking around and the, the the officer's like what what are you looking for sir i i was wondering if i lost left my shoe did i leave my shoe in Car, I don't know where I. Uh, hey, uh, pizza, pizza. The secret word is pizza.
1: <laughs> I, <sighs> I, I for one, am stunned they didn't tell him that the Secretary of Defense was in the hospital.
0: I, I was shocked. Oh <laughs> no! Know. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. wow! I'd be shocked if they told him because it would lead me to believe he was actually running the country. <laughs> you know, the question is, did Barack Obama? Did they notify Barack Obama? Right. <laughs> as long as they were notified, Barack Obama, then we're fine. We're fine. Mm you know it's not out of control that 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 Lloyd Austin thing is again disturbing i don't i i have never i've never seen any of this stuff before i'm trying to impress if you're a, if you're a new listener and you're just kind of like you know coming in and you're like well i don't know i want to check this out i mean maybe something is going on in the in the country uh and especially if you're you know 30 35 None of this is normal. I just want you to know, none of this happened before 2000. Before the year 2000, none of this was going on. Uh, I mean, corruption was, don't give me, corruption was always a big part, but not at this level. And, you know, it never really saw the president kind of dawdle around under, you know, giant blades. That are spinning above his head, where he's like, you know, maybe I got a cupcake. Did I did somebody leave a cupcake over there? Is that my cupcake over there? Oh, well, I wish I was wearing my bathing suit. Uh I don't know. Little disturbing. Maybe. Just a bit. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, we have one minute. Enough time just to play this. This is the DC mayor bowser explaining why she supports taking trump off the ballot cut seven
4: lots of conversation about the 14th amendment nowadays directly connected to the actions of donald trump in the lead up to this day three years ago and what he did on that day january 6th do you think he should be barred from any ballots given his actions on january 6th well i support every
5: state taking very aggressive action um to to keep him off the ballot no way Uh, he is undergoing uh You know court action across america uh and i don't know that we have ever had a situation actually i do know that we've never had a situation where a sitting president could be a convicted felon uh and so the the uncertainty that people are going to the ballot with is also unprecedented. Uh, is he going to be on the ballot or not? Is he going to be disqualified? Are people going right. to the vote for someone uh, who's not eligible? <laughs> that is crazy. And so all of those stop, questions.
0: Stop! You- stop! Uh, a convicted felon, a convicted felon for what? Insurrection. Glenn Denabbe. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour uh our sponsor and by the way, I have to tell you about our new podcast or i mean our new uh documentary that's coming out um uh, our sponsor this half hour is lifelock lifelock by norton it It works to keep you as safe as you possibly can be. nobody can keep you safe um however, when it comes to people who are internet scamming people who are going in uh you know maybe posing as a fake charity or Whatever. They take your information and then you're out. You're out. And all of the work of your good credit, your name, everything is, is up. Your credit score goes down through the toilet. Cybercrime is a real thing and it is, it's happening. And your personal information gets exposed every day and it's really easy. You people to take out a loan in your name. Cybercriminals pretend to be you. Don't become a victim. Join LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK Make sure you use the promo code BECK when you call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK You're going to save up to 25% That's lifelock.com lifelock.com promo code BECK 1-800-LIFELOCK And
1: it's blazetv.com slash Glenn The promo code is Colony Ridge The new documentary coming out soon Save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV
0: Uh, Hello, uh, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We also welcome uh, the one, the only Pat Gray to the program now and Mm -hmm. my executive producer, Steve Bregeer. Hello, Stu and Pat. How are you? Hello.
4: I'm actually not the only one. There's a realtor named Pat Gray that if you Google him, uh, he'll he'll pop up there, too. Wow. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Wow.
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm hmm. So
0: uh, so that's, uh, that's good. I'm in, uh, I'm in West Palm. Uh, thanks to the whole staff at uh, 1290 WJNO uh, for uh, putting up with me for the next couple of days. I'm here on some uh, business, and I will be back mm. on Wednesday, Wednesday morning show. So, um, Pat, do you think it's a big deal at all uh, that Lloyd Austin was uh, no in intensive care, right? No. There's nothing. Why should the president going? of the United States know about
4: that. Hey, I mean right. there's no reason for him to know right. that the guy's in intensive
0: care for four days. Why right. well, why would you need to know that? Hang on just a second. It's, it, you know, the president doesn't need to know. No. Uh, you know, because he's not making the decisions. Let's be, you know, we just have. <laughs> Was you know, Barack potential... Obama informed? That's what yes. we need to find out. Amen. <laughs> amen. Now we have two, you know, theaters of war that we're fighting simultaneously in right now. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, and and, you know, in the Persian Gulf where I believe the Iran- Iranians are still launching rockets at our ships. Was there, mm-hmm. was there no time in the last seven days where somebody was like, you know what, let's call the Pentagon. Let's see if we have permission to do this. Was there no time? Really? Yeah. No. Huh? Mm-mm. Huh that's
4: uh and we still That's don't weird. even, at least I haven't heard, the reason behind the hospitalization. He, he, went, he went in, in for a, elective surgery. Correct. And then had complications. What was the elective surgery? What are the yeah. complications? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. private. his privacy. No, I'm sorry. When you're the defense secretary, you don't get
0: medical and uh, you uh, could privacy say, like that. Oh, hang on just a sec. You could say he went in for an elective surgery, uh, you know, having his hemorrhoids removed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't need to know about the hemorrhoids, but, you know, uh, so he's going in for elective surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no big deal. He should be fine. Then complications happened. OK, yep. wait, what what complications? Is he OK? How out of it is he? Right. Uh, when's he going to be returning? And of course, right. the president needs to know the, yep. no one at the White House was informed when he was brought into ICU. And I love this. The deputy secretary of defense, who was to assume the responsibilities, she was in Puerto Rico on vacation. So for days, she was the acting secretary of defense, but she didn't even know it. You're like, I'm here in Puerto Rico. I mean, do we have phones here? I mean, what could I possibly do about it?
1: And they're like, oh, well, you know, Austin approved this before he had the surgery. It's like, OK, well, sometimes things change. Like, mm-hmm. I what if they had surrendered mm-hmm. in the interim? Would they, like, what would have happened? It's right. it's, it's, it's and, uh, honestly bizarre. what's
0: what's happening in the Red Sea with the Navy. And, you know, we're we're shooting drones out of the sky like skeet and no one needed to get permission to do it. That just didn't happen in a week. I mean, you want to talk about a sock puppet regime, it must be this. Who's making the decisions?
1: Yeah. You know, Glenn, I talked to two people about this randomly as as it was developing. And, you know, both of their reactions were the same. Well, I mean, you almost understand that they wouldn't tell Biden because, you know, he's out of it. But like, well, how do people in the Pentagon not know? And it's like, how how are we not recognizing that statement is a massive problem? Mm -hmm. That the, The American people are actually in a position where they think it's normal That the President of the United States just is so out of it,
4: they wouldn't tell him that the Secretary of Defense was in ICU. Yeah. With two fronts
0: being fought right now.
4: Two. Mm -hmm. This is a major problem that's been going on, though, for a while. I mean, look what happened to Mitch McConnell, and we were never told what his deal is either. I mean, the American people have no right to know anything about our leadership. It's amazing. I mean, we're told that was dehydration. He freezes twice on two separate occasions and that's dehydration. I've been dehydrated before. How and many times did you uh, freeze? Uh, total. Of, carry the one. None. Zero. Yeah, zero times. Zero times. Zero times. Because huh. uh, you carried carrying, the one and everything. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, what, where are we now
0: as a nation?
4: It's, uh, it's what astounding. We're seeing,
0: what we're seeing is a show. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more obvious. When the president mm. just doesn't have to... Uh, doesn't have to be aware, notified when our leadership can be wildly impaired. When when uh what's her name from California, when they were whispering mm. into her ear, just just vote yes. Yeah. We're not right. being represented by the people we are being what we are putting into office. Somebody else is representing themselves, not us themselves. How how does this happen? There's no chain of command. None. I mean, shouldn't that Mm. bother everybody? Yeah. You know, Democrats, Democrats too. You know,
4: just Mm -hmm. hello.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and look, we were honest to bring up Pat's example. All of us called out the Mitch McConnell thing as completely unacceptable when it happened. Right. he should not be in the Senate. I stand by that. It should not. He should not. He should be gone. Yes. They need to put somebody else in there. You can't have two of those moments and continue in that job. Nope. It's, it's totally separate from whether you think he's doing a good job or not, or whether you think he's passing bills that you like or not. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. This is, It's the country we're talking about. And, and watching the way this is going down is not only like disturbing and makes you question all sorts of things. It's also just utterly embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Im- Embarrassing that we have a president who can't find the jet he's supposed to, uh, supposed to go on. He can't figure out which side of the stage to walk off. No, his wife has to come out and escort him off stage. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. It is. This is supposed to be uh, th- the world superpower we're talking about. Not like a sketch comedy troupe. Mm-hmm. And that's what it seems like we're sitting in the middle
0: of right now. Here's something from the Wall Street Journal, because this is very, very important. The world's wealthiest person has used LSD, cocaine, <laughs> ecstasy, um, uh, psychedelic mushrooms, often at private parties around the world where the attendees sign non-disclosure agreements or give up their phones to enter, according to the people who have witnessed his drug use and others with knowledge of it. Well, then you're in. I mean, I believe you would be in violation of your nondisclosure agreement, but. Maybe that's just me. Uh, Musk has previously smoked marijuana in public and has said he has a oh, prescription no. for the psychedelic ketamine. Oh, um, no. So what they're talking about in this article is illegal drug use. That's a violation of federal policies. And NASA is very concerned about it. Okay. That, that could jeopardize SpaceX billions of dollars in government contracts. Oh no. This, they are coming after this guy. Oh, big deal. Again, now, by the way, so, you know, when Elon Musk went on to Joe Rogan a few years ago and was smoking pot, the the uh, NASA came and said, hey, we're a little concerned, you know, are you doing illegal drugs? And he's like, you know what, you can test me anytime. So he does random drug screening for I think he had to do it for three or four years because NASA said we want to make sure that you're not on drugs when we're launching things. So this isn't even an issue. Why is the Wall Street Journal? making? We don't care that the president is so lost on stage. He's the guy that has to make the decision. Or is he? If we go to war. And the second guy who is in that chain of command, the uh, secretary of defense, he's in ICU for a week and nobody knows it. I mean. And you're worried about the drug use that you're already testing Elon Musk for. Otherwise, he he might maybe he should lose his federal funding. My gosh, this everything is upside down.
4: Yeah, and uh, we have people in office who don't even understand what kind of government they have been elected to. You know the Gene Shaheen quote over the over the weekend, uh, the tweet that she sent out about Ben Franklin saying that. He said, "We've got a democracy if you can
0: keep it." Oh my gosh! <laughs>
4: she uh, did not. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I mean that that just shows Center you in in the U.S. I mean, <laughs> Senate a democracy
0: if you can keep it. That's not what that he is, said. That's not what no, we are. <laughs> no, no. Unreal. That just shows you are either so stupid, mm-hmm. or you know exactly what you're doing. Uh, that's what I, I think would, it is, and I think that too. Yeah. You can't know that quote. And think it was democracy?
4: No, you can't.
0: I mean, the whole point of that quote is it's a republic, and right. that's those are hard to keep.
4: It's incredible. Ugh. It's
0: it again.
4: It's embarrassing, and it's incredible. But there is a concerted effort to make this into a democracy. They've been trying to get us used to that phrase for years now. I mean, they I are
0: they are really pushing it hard. Really pushing it. So, tell me, uh, both of you, uh, there is a um, there is a story here. Yeah, J.P. Morgan, one of the big guys at J.P. Morgan Chase, has just come out. He's a strategist. Come out, and he's predicted the presidential race. And it goes to Joe Biden. He Ugh. says, no, 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 uh-uh. His prediction goes to Joe Biden pulling out of the presidential oh. race. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. says he's going to drop out after Super Tuesday and cite health reasons as he faces dismal poll numbers. You buy that?
4: I don't think that's going to happen, but I hope it does. I mean, I, I, I it should. Who do you want? It who do should. you want? Who do who are I they want give it to?
0: Yeah, who are they not want, but who do you think <laughs> they're going to give it to?
4: Uh, I, th- I think they'd, they'd turn to uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. They'll, they'll try to get M- Michelle. Obama, Uh, but I don't know that she wants it. I I don't think she does. And so they'll have to turn to Gavin Newsom if that happens. And I don't think Gavin Newsom wins. I don't think there's any way. California is in too bad a shape and he's overseen it all. So uh, I, I don't even know why you would consider him as an option. But that's, right.
1: it's so weird. It's like it's not like know. they I mean, there are hours you could find Democrats that maybe have untouched resumes and maybe mm-hmm. think that they're good candidates. I mean, Newsom's been terrible, terrible. on everything. Yeah. You know? Every I mean, he front. is legit. Every his front. entire city is falling apart. Or mm-hmm. His entire country is falling apart. The city fell apart when he was mayor of San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he, he and he got caught. He did a horrible job with COVID. Right. He got caught by the way, having dinner uh, when everyone else right. was supposed to be locked in their homes. He, The other part about this that no one remembers that she had an, a, a, an infectious disease expert as the head of their medical establishment ready to go. And instead of giving the job to her, this is right before covid he gave it to some woman who was completely unqualified because she happened to have a different skin tone. It was a total Jeez. DEI hire according to multiple people inside the California government to the point that she was so embarrassing when covid started, they had to start hiding her uh from the from the media and eventually had to basically walk her out the door because she was a catastrophe. All of this happened in front of our eyes. Everyone saw it go on. And then he's like, oh, he's the leader. Like, that's how bad their bench is.
0: You know what? I have to tell you, I would hope that that is the case, that they could get Gavin Newsom uh, to run. And it kind of I can make a case. Let me do a commercial and then we'll uh, I'll make the case that that maybe this is what they've been doing all along. But I'd rather have that than Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. Because I think Gavin Newsom could could be beaten. Michelle Obama, I don't think, could be beaten uh and uh, it would be a nightmare notice how but, you guys I mean, are
1: all walking right past kamala harris you don't even care yeah, you don't even no.
0: care enough to no, bring we, her up no we don't mm. oh here's uh thanks pat for joining us here is our uh, sponsor this hour it's jace medical you remember a time when vital medications didn't get rationed in the united states yeah it used to be something that happened like in cuba but now that we're closer and closer to full government healthcare, oh, Cuba, here we come. This is why you need Jace, Jace Medical, the Jace case. It's personalized emergency medicine that it, uh, contains at its base five essential antibiotics, treats the most common and deadly bacterial infections. It's customizables. Uh, With dozens of add-on medications available, so you can choose the ones that best fit you and your family's need. They even have Ivermectin as an add-on option. And you can get gift cards for your family or your loved ones, so they can get and customize Jace cases uh, for themselves at their house. Have the emergency prescriptions that you need on hand before there's a real breakdown of any kind of supply chain go to jace that's j-a-s-e medical.com enter the promo code prepared at checkout and get a discount on your order that's promo code prepared at jace you're listening to the swinging sounds of glenn beck sit tight boys and girls we'll be right back after these messages So we're just talking about um, from J.P. Morgan. One of their chief strategists uh, has come out and said that he thinks that Joe Biden is going to um, uh, excuse himself from the uh, election after Super Tuesday uh, because they think the polling numbers are going to be so horrible. Uh, And uh, so the question remains then who becomes the candidate? I mean, it's not going to be Kamala Harris. They know that's a loser. Um, I do think that's the most likely
1: outcome. However, if he were to step down, I do think Kamala Harris would be the most likely outcome. It would be very difficult for the Democrats to say, oh, actually, you know what? We don't want a black woman. Uh, You know, she was the first ever VP who's been in this job for multiple years. Instead, we're going to go to Gavin Newsom, some white guy from California with a 38% approval rating. Like,
0: that's not an easy sell to your voting. You're making... You're making my theory that at the convention or thereabouts, Michelle Obama is drafted by right. the uh, by the super because that's the only way they could get out of the Kamala Harris
1: problem. If you went Correct. with another African American woman, a person of color, if you would, uh, then you could at least say, "Well, we you know. Look, she's tainted by the Biden administration, which is going to be again difficult for them to admit." But if behind the scenes they could admit it and then say, well, Michelle's a one-of-the-kind t- unique character that's qualified for these times for some reason and make the pitch. But you can't – I don't think you can
0: go to a white dude. I don't think you can go to a white dude and just skip over Kamala. That would be very difficult for it them. It would make sense why he's been running the whole time, mm-hmm. uh, and yet he's never announced that he's running. Just to get his name out there, keep it in play the whole time. I mean, it could be – a decent strategy i guess for numbskulls quite honestly but you could see that could make sense he's been there the whole time he's the guy to give the ground to program the standoff at the border is heating up between texas governor greg abbott and the federal government
3: politicians will never let a crisis go to waste
0: Sarah, stop, 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 stop. We have have a special guest on, and this is the theme that you want to start the hour with. There is only one theme. When we're talking about someone from Washington, D.C., and talking about the budget, and talking about what's going on, there's only one theme to roll with, and it's this one.
6: Bienvenido. A la fusión de entretenimiento y iluminación. Este es lo mejor de Glenn Beck.
0: Yeah, well, hola. Uh, we thought we'd jump on the bandwagon because that's the way we're going as a country. And uh, what's really, really super special is it looks like the Republicans have come up with a new deal that won't won't secure our border at all uh and chip roy is going to be joining us in just a second and he's el maddo so that doesn't work i am i'm just making that up i i don't actually speak mexican or puerto rican or or any latin american language at all so we've got that going for us more in 60 seconds first let me tell you about my pillow if you're having a problem with Sleepo, then what you need to do is get uh, MyPillow. MyPillow right now, you get 50% off MyPillow.2.0. And and how about 50% off their new flannel sheets, right? Sure, they may not be great in South America because it'll be too hot, but you're in America now. So it'll be great because it, it gets cold here. Their six-pack towels uh, are also going for twenty-nine ninety-eight right now—an enormous blowout sale for My Pillow. All because they appreciate your business and your support. Take advantage of their free shipping, especially on larger items such as mattress toppers. One hundred percent made in the USA and is on sale now for ninety-nine ninety-nine. You'll also find uh, sales on. I can't believe we have this music. They're kitchen towels, dog beds, blankets, and so much more with a promo code back. Just go to MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117. All right. Hello, Chip Roy. How are you, sir? Chip, are you there?
5: How are you, brother? Ah, well, you know,
0: uh, know, I I would be better if I thought you were bringing uh, happy news to the table. Uh, but, uh, the house and Senate have put together a budget, uh, that they say is going to cut spending. Whoo, boy, is it ever. And, uh, and really has nothing to do with the border. Does it? Yeah. Glenn,
5: look, I mean, first of all, greetings from West Des Moines, Iowa, where it's uh, I think a balmy 20 degrees outside, but, uh, uh, and a snowstorm coming in, but the, the real snowstorm coming in is coming into DC. That's uh, going to hammer the American people. The Republicans doing exactly what they always do, which is be the party of excuses, the party that will never find a way to not capitulate and spend more money that we don't have and rack up more debt. So what are we doing now under Speaker Johnson? Right, new speaker, more of the same garbage. We're going to have a bill that's 1.66 uh, six trillion dollars. That is almost uh, I think that's about 58 billion dollars more than the disastrous Nancy Pelosi omnibus bill that Republicans opposed a year ago. It is $100 billion more than what we would get if Republicans had the spine to walk onto the House floor and send a simple, year-long continuing resolution over to the Senate that would trigger the cuts, albeit all they meager in the debt deal last summer. It would trigger cuts that we could get $1.562 trillion in spending. They won't do that because they're all in the hip pocket of all the lobbyists and they hide behind our military. And now we're not going to get the border secure. We're going to spend $100 billion more than we have to. We're going to increase spending over the Nancy Pelosi spending deal. And Republicans are going to go try to sell you and the American people that that's somehow a win. Don't believe them. This is what the American people are tired of. And I'm going to call balls and strikes. I I call balls and strikes on Kevin. I'm going to call balls and strikes on Mike uh, as Speaker. People should call balls and strikes on me. That's the way it works.
0: So, Chip. We're running out of time and options here. I don't know if anybody in Washington has um, seen that. But the Republicans, they don't care about, I mean, they are not in touch with the average American. They're just not, at least in the ruling class of uh, Republican uh, circles. Um, They're I, I don't know, in it for themselves or just completely delusional on what the country is, is facing now. The border alone is such a major stress on absolutely everything from national security to the economy, uh, to our social fabric, to our social services. What, are, what is the average person supposed to do at this point?
5: Well, I think uh, I think what Republican leadership would tell you in the House and the Senate is that they're trying to negotiate a border deal right now on the back of a, of a Ukraine spending fight. Now, here's my problem with that. Yet again, I'm being asked to accept in in October, November. I was accepted, asked to accept twice continuing resolutions of Nancy Pelosi's spending levels. Then I was asked to eat a National Defense Authorization Act, which got rid of almost all of our uh, policy changes we put in our version. And then extended FISA for 16 months so we can have a government continue to spy on the American people. And now I'm being asked to accept this ridiculous spending deal with no real border security measures in it. they will be token so that I'll get a promise. Trust me, right? Trust me, Chip. We will do border security on a Ukraine deal when half of the American people don't even want to give another dollar to Ukraine anyway, irrespective of whether you actually got a border deal, which neither you nor I nor your listeners believe will actually materialize.
0: So so wait, 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 wait. Chip, 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 help me out. Which one? Yeah. I mean, I think they're both a gun to the head dangerous, but which one is more pressing right now? The financial, the budget deal or the border?
5: In my view, they're actually both important, but I, I will take border security first. Me too. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. We can do both. We have in our hands, because of the work we did last year, through all the speaker fights and negotiations, I don't want to set aside, I don't want people to totally give up hope. We fought last year, and we did what we've never done before. We passed a border security bill in HR2 that would actually do the job. It is so good that the Wall Street Journal today was editorializing against it, saying it was too hard, that it had things in there about building the wall, that it had E-Verify in there. So if the Wall Street Journal is editorializing against your border bill, It's probably a good border bill. So you've got our border bill, which was effective. (laughs) We passed it. We got it done. I know you're chuckling. You know, I'm right. I know. uh, Hey, look, side note. It is the Chamber of Commerce, Wall Street Journal Republicans who have totally screwed our country for two decades because they want their cheap labor. They want to sit down at the Rio Grande. They want to have a sign that says no trespassing while they're going wink, wink, nod, nod with another sign saying help wanted. Come on in. We don't give a crap whether our borders wide open. We don't give a crap if terrorists are coming again. We don't give a crap if cartels are empowered. We don't give a crap if our kids are dying from fentanyl. That's what's happening right now. So we've got a bill that we passed that was good, bird in hand. We should use it to negotiate and get border security. We have a a bird in hand, which is caps on spending. They weren't the caps that Glenn Beck and Chip Roy would negotiate, but they were caps that actually now, if we were to pass a continuing resolution for the rest of this year, they would trigger one562 trillion which would mean we would cut spending between forty and seventy billion dollars rather than which this I can, which is additional one hundred
0: billion dollars can i can i just can I just point out that's not a lot of money when you're spending four trillion i mean right. I, 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 I it's it's honestly it's it's like going to it's it's going to Bill Gates and saying, bill, your spending is out of control, and i I noticed you bought four new cars last year. Uh, that We, we got to stop spending the four new cars. Okay. Four new cars? He's got a Boeing business jet he's running around in. I mean, this is so ridiculous to talk about these small numbers as being so substantial because they're not. We lost, what was it, $200 and $250 billion? We just lost last year. Just lost send it out to the wrong people overpaid what are you talking about
5: yeah i mean glenn it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of waste and the spending but more importantly we're funding the bureaucrats that are targeting you and me and undermining our freedom we're targeting ir and we're funding irs agents we're funding doj bureaucrats that go after the former president go after you and me go after mark calc in philadelphia we're funding a dhs to not secure the border and that smug alejandro mayorkas to sit up there on the stage and laugh at us and blame it on Texas. We're funding the lawyers to go to the Supreme court and challenge Texas in court saying we can't cut razor wire. I mean, you can't even put it into words. I got to be honest with you. I'm on the ground in Iowa. Okay. I'm meeting with voters every day, very focused voters, and they are ready to rumble. They are ready for a change. They are sick and tired of what's going on in the swamp. They want somebody new. They want a new direction. They want some change. Um, and, you know, and not to get into the political side, I'm out here stumping for governor DeSantis obviously, but uh, they want somebody who will actually do what they friggin' said they would do, like Governor DeSantis did in Florida. And, um, and look, he's never flip flopped. And I heard on your show earlier, you asked about Vivek. I like Vivek. He says a lot of great things, but he's flip flopped a million times on vaccines, on Trump, uh, COVID generally. Um, I could go down a list. Governor yeah, DeSantis true. has delivered up and down. And so. Governor DeSantis cut spending. Governor DeSantis took on Fauci. Governor DeSantis took on covid He took on Disney and won. He's now got Miami-Dade uh, uh, teachers' unions on the run. He got Universal School Joyce passed. He's got an economy booming. Uh, that guy is actually a machine. I've never seen anything like it, and I've worked for
0: yeah. some good people. You know that. Right.
5: Guy I, I is know. crushing it, and he's I, I'm doing a great big, I, out
0: here in Iowa. I am a big fan of Ron DeS- I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. Uh, big, big fan of Ron DeSantis. Uh, well, and well, again, fourth, I, I, I think I think the only reason well, why Ron right. DeSantis is not doing real well is because people are saying, well, I'll take Donald Trump because it's Ron DeSantis. I don't think it is the same thing, but that I think is what people are thinking. I'll, Donald Trump or well, Ron DeSantis.
5: Well, hold on. Let's, let's just compare apples to, to, to oranges there, right? If you want to talk about the border... Governor DeSantis has stood up. He fought to get bills passed there when he was in the House. He stood up to fight for good border security bills. In 2018, Governor DeSantis was against Paul Ryan's amnesty bill. Donald Trump was for it. Governor DeSantis will actually fight birthright citizenship. President Trump said in 2016 he would sign an executive order on birthright citizenship. He didn't do it. Donald Trump said he would build the wall and have Mexico pay for it. He then got up and gave excuses about, why well, we have no mechanism to make them pay for it. We never we didn't get it built. They didn't pay for it. Well, uh, Ron DeSantis stood up against Fauci, shut down COVID tyranny. Freaking President Trump gave Fauci a commendation on his way out of office in January of, 20, of uh, 2021. Look, I can go down the list even further, but there's no comparison. I mean, Governor, Governor DeSantis is the guy we've been waiting for who will deliver and he can serve for eight years. I love President Trump for what he did to shake up the swamp. But let's just be clear, he, he did not deliver. He didn't repeal Obamacare. He let Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell wag him around town. We didn't get Obamacare repealed. Now, you and I are screwed sitting here with high health care costs, letting insurance companies run our health care system. And instead of actually having a health care freedom, we empowered Anthony Fauci to screw Americans. Like, like, how many things do you have to fail on to then go around and say what a great president you were compared to a governor who's literally delivered on every single measure on the report card? This is why President Trump will not debate Governor DeSantis. Because Governor DeSantis would actually clean his clock if he compared his uh, batting uh, record with the uh, former president.
0: So let me go back to the the budget, the border, everything that is happening in America now. Americans are starting to cancel all of their streaming services. There's a great story in my show prep today about the restaurant owner that has broke down the math that causes him to charge $16 for a BLT sandwich. And when you read it, at first, you're like, $16 for a BLT. Come on, man. And then when you read it, you're like, okay, I'm surprised he's only charging $16 for that BLT. Um, Americans feel it. They know their country is being taken. Uh, They know the Justice Department is completely out of control, the 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 Pentagon didn't even have a leader for a week. And we're starting to feel like, wow, we're at the end of this thing. What do we do if the people in Washington don't listen to the people?
5: What do we do? Well, there's a well, there's a number of things. One, uh, we got to elect somebody good. I've already taught, said my piece on that. We got to get a president who will do it. Number two. We in Congress have to keep holding ourselves accountable and and the people need to keep holding us accountable to do what we said we would do in Washington. I'm going to go back and fight this week. I'm going to keep shining the light on it. That's actually new. Take hope. We actually have a group of us there who are actually doing the hard work of exposing all the garbage in these bills and making it harder for these guys to capitulate. We'll get there. Have hope that people like Riley Gaines are stood up to the woke establishment and people like Scott Smith stood up to all of the abuses in Virginia. Take hope that Chloe Cole stood up and said, you know what, these forced transition surgeries are garbage, or Mark Houch stood up to the DOJ in Philadelphia. We should follow their lead. The American people should stand up and reclaim their inheritance and keep pushing. Get people elected this year who will fight. Pay attention to who they are. Get out there and have a diff- make a difference. And keep holding us accountable. But, but also, remember, if we want to save this country, you talk about inflation, talk about how much it's, how everybody's suffering. We have got to open up American energy. We don't talk about that enough. The Democrats are jamming through all of their subsidies for EVs. I don't think the American people know there is a rule they're about to embrace that will mandate two-thirds EVs by 2032. That will destroy the internal combustion engine. It will destroy our ability to afford automobiles. It will Mm -hmm. crush the economy, drive the cost of goods and services up. And I just want Republicans for one frigging moment to fight Democrats with half of the energy half of the energy the Democrats fight our country and our freedom that's yes. what I'm going to go back to Washington when I fly back tomorrow I'm going to absolutely right. rip into my Republican colleagues for this debacle of a spending bill and
0: we're going to so, keep trying to force their hands chip can you give me can you give me maybe three more minutes sure of you have time okay good hang on just a yep. second let me take a one minute break uh just to tell you about our sponsor this half hour it's Patriot Mobile if you're like most people there's some things that you change about your mobile plan if it wasn't a big hassle to do so right maybe you know you can get in there fiddle around with it maybe save some money in the process but it's an inconvenience okay here's a challenge today take a bit time a bit of time today and go to patriotmobile.com/back i just want you to look at what they have cuz i think you might like what they see on top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile plan uh patriot mobile shares your values will not send your hard earned money into the aid of the destruction of america plus you're going to get exactly the same nationwide service all while supporting a company that loves America and they have affordable plans for your budget excellent coverage top notch top notch US based customer service and they're going to make it Easy, super easy to switch right now. Go to patriotmobile.com slash back or call nine seven two Patriot. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call nine seven two Patriot. Ten seconds, station ID. We're back with uh, Chip Roy, representative of uh, the great state of Texas. Chip, there's another story about the Supreme Court taking on the Donald Trump uh, ballot case. They're they're taking their own sweet time to do it. Um, But this is something that is sweeping America. If they take Donald Trump off the ballot, uh, again, what do people do?
5: Well, it's a great question. First of all, what they're doing, and, and look, I, I, obviously, I'm I'm a I supported Donald Trump in 2016, supported him in 2020. they their nominee, I'll support him. What they're doing against him in Colorado is an absolute travesty. Uh, it's politicizing the entire uh, you know process. Uh, there is no conviction for insurrection. It's all a joke. They're doing it purposely and politically. We're going to have to start responding in kind. I'm I'm willing. I think I think I think this court will strike this down. And we'll call this out for what it is. But we'll see, right? And then, you know, if they don't, then I can, I can assure you there's going to be then reactions as Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said in Texas. I think even Governor DeSantis has brought it up. Like, we start saying that, you know, Joe Biden needs to be pulled off the ballot because he's been a complete abomination, violating our laws, uh, violating his oath to the Constitution, endangering the American people, aiding and abetting our enemies in the cartels who are flooding our, our country. So how is that not... Uh, in violation of the Fourteenth Amendment, that you know, aiding and abetting your enemies—that's the language in the Fourteenth Amendment. So, if we're going to play that game and adjudicate that based on the whims of whatever a state wants to decide, as opposed to some actual conviction after a you know, civil war, you know, a demonstration of insurrection after a civil war, as was intended in the Fourteenth Amendment, then what's good for the goose should be good for the gander. Uh, we're going to have to fight fire with fire. Right now, let's let's hope and pray the court gets this right. I think they will. But man, these are strange times, so you know, we'll see what happens. I, I assume yeah. you're like me that you think they will. But
0: uh, I think you know. I think they will, but the Democrats, again, I think they will, and that will pass, but the Democrats will use that as see this this out of control conservative court. Uh, you know, just has to be yeah. we have to have other new people on. We gotta get rid of these people. I mean that's that's well, what no, they're going to no use.
5: It for. I mean that that that's the political game they'll play. But then we just yeah. use it against them and say this is why we need a court. I mean, look, we've yes. got a couple of our guys getting older. You know, Sam Alito and Justice Thomas. I mean, God yes. bless them. Uh, they're, they're our two most conservative justices, and um, you know, we got we got to replace uh, those guys the people at least as good or better um, because yeah, the three be that Trump appointed were good, but they're not as good as those guys. Like they're not Scalia yeah. and Thomas, no. right? They're just not. Yeah. You know, they're just okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chip, thank you so much. Enjoy the weather in uh, Iowa.
5: It's it's lovely. It ain't Dallas, I can tell you that. By the way, they're good good friends at Patriot Mobile. I'm glad you're advertising for them. They're they're good friends. God bless you, and uh, I'll be back in
0: Texas sometime soon. You got it. Thank you. Uh, All right, that's Chip Roy from the uh, great state of Texas, who's out on the campaign trail for uh, Governor DeSantis today, talking a little bit about uh, the new deal the Republicans have cut to cut all this spending. No, I've never been for a continuation, you know, uh, but I think I am this time because there's more cuts in just giving a continuation of the spending bill for another year. What, What good are the Republicans at this point? More in just a second. Holy cow, that's me, isn't it? I want to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. Sleepless Sleeplessness can really be torture. And if you've ever been through it, you know it just it ruins your night and then it ruins the whole next day as well. If you are unfortunate enough to lose sleep on a regular basis, you're pretty much guaranteed to walk around feeling like a zombie most of the time. And amazingly, Feeling like a zombie all the time uh, isn't all it's cracked up to be, although you do care less about politics. Now, there's something called Relief Factor Sleep. Relief Factor, just the same as you take for pain, Relief Factor Sleep is 100% drug-free. A blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. I know from experience that it works. Um, I felt the difference the first night. Tanya and I both tried it. We were traveling. uh, And we take it probably once or twice a week now. 20 bucks gets you the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away to dreamland. You get a month's worth of it sitting in a a jar we keep right by the nightstand. Unleash the power of great sleep. Call 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code
1: Colony Ridge. You'll get 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Hello, America, and uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to thank the uh, nice people at WJO uh, in uh, West Palm Beach for. Uh, putting up with us for the next couple of days. I'm in town doing some business and uh, am very excited to uh, share with you something that is uh, coming later this week. I'll tell you about it in just a second. Also, in about 30 minutes, we're going to have an incredible debate. Uh, Stu, are you ready? I mean, because your side's going to be hard to beat. I Uh, do
1: not consider myself ready, no. I would not say that I am ready.
0: Well, it's not for a lack of trying. I mean, it's, it's I mean, they've given you, I mean, it'll be a, thir- a full 35 minutes to right. debate the, mm-hmm. the good side of uh, Franco, mm-hmm. which should be pretty easy because there's a lot of people in America who's like, you know, Franco wasn't so bad. And I'm not I, one
1: of them, though. That's one of the yeah, problems well, with I this know, debate Well, I know, but we're formatted.
0: fair and balanced here. Mm-hmm. We're fair and balanced. We want to make sure that, you know, we really give <clears throat> Franco his due. We we actually have done some research uh, on the the things that people are saying that are good about Franco, and uh, and 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 then the truth about Franco, and I don't think they balance out, um, but but maybe that's me, but for those conservatives that are on the Franco bandwagon, you might want to listen up next hour, because uh, I think you're gonna learn a lot. Okay, uh, now. Coming up later this week, Blaze TV is doing something uh, really special. The thing that we promised when we started Blaze TV Plus, we're going to be doing documentaries now. And so, what is it, every month, Stu, or every other month, something like that? Once a month?
1: I thought it was once
0: a month. or Yeah, you may be one, yeah. once every other month, but there's a bunch of them yeah. coming in the pipeline yeah. already. And really, really good documentaries. This one is uh, My Take on the Border. You know, they got some problems down on the border. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. This one isn't your typical, hey, let's stand down at the border and show you the illegals crossing. Seen it. I know it. Let me show you in reality what is happening to our states. And we took Texas as an example. We've been following, um, if if you've been following the show, you know that I was down in Houston. Uh, about a month ago for the filming of one of our uh, Blaze originals about Colony Ridge. Colony Ridge is the fastest growing, uh, fastest growing development in Texas. Now, think of that, because I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people are moving to Texas. So what does it take to be the fastest growing development in Texas? It's 30 minutes uh, right outside of Houston. And uh, I, I got to experience firsthand not only the uh, vast size of Colony Ridge, which is 50% larger than Manhattan, uh, but I also, uh, I also got to see it from the sky. I, I got to smell it. Oh, it smells so good there. The air is so garbagey. Uh, it's really nice. But I also took a ride with John Harris, the developer, and I wanted to hear his side of the story. And, well, I'll let you decide for yourself. So are the rumors true? Is Colony Ridge specifically targeting illegal immigrants to take up residency uh, there in Colony Ridge? How is this new development impacting, impacting uh, the basic utilities? Uh, you know, just like water, sewage, local school systems, what toll on the existing residents? And if I believed you, if I told you that uh, Colony Ridge could fundamentally change the political landscape of Texas and the nation forever, would you believe me? Your answer should be yes, and I'll prove that to you on Thursday with the uh, Blaze original documentary team uh you if you're not a member of the Blaze TV yet you need to be and i know people are canceling their subscriptions you know all over the country for different uh things i know money is tight but we are working harder than ever uh to make sure that we're a value we know and can appreciate what you're going through every day when you when you pay your bills and you're stretching your dollar we we understand um and that's why we are doing the things to keep you informed like never before. Uh, we will earn that dollar. We know what it took for you to earn it, and we know what you're giving up to be able to subscribe. Please subscribe to blazetv.com, blazetv.com. Use the promo code Colony Ridge for $30 off an annual subscription, uh, and you'll have access to the entire Blaze catalog of shows and specials and docs and everything else. Colony Ridge, save 30% on your annual subscription at blazetv.com. Dot com slash glenn okay uh i want to play a little clip of this now what's interesting is uh, colony ridge growing i don't know a little fast uh 200 lots per week um the overwhelming percentage seems to be illegals uh maybe we don't know because nobody checks but it's it's it the predominantly non-english speaking let's put put it that way The developer says there's about 35,000 people that live there. Local officials say, uh, I don't think so. Count again. It's at least double that. When the U.S. has opened its borders, where do these people go to live? We have 8 million people inside of our country now that weren't here before Biden took the oath of office. There will be 10 million by the end of next year. And this is changing everything in Texas, and it will change everything in the voting of Texas. I mean, even if you say, well, not this generation, but the next generation, it will. And if we lose Texas, we lose our country. Now, you would think that our governor would be all up in arms about this. You would think that, you know, he's doing everything he can to help the border, but he received $1.4 million from the developers, Hmm. Now we reached out to give Greg Abbott a, a chance to talk to us about it. We called his office. We left messages. We sent email after email. We text messaged him. We even sent a letter in case maybe the post office, you know, still delivers those things. And that's what they needed for a formal information, a formal invitation to be on uh, with us. We did, however, speak to the CEO John Harris, and we asked him about 1.4 million dollars in political. Donations, what do you get for that? Listen. I've heard this a lot today. Everybody's on the take.
2: Everybody, like the cops? You think Every, Texas no, DPS?
0: Not, no, 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 not the cops. Politicians, all on the take.
2: That's not true. There's What can they do for me? Like, what?
0: Come on, <laughs> come on.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, so sure.
0: You'll believe this answer. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he, he said they, they just gave $1.4 million to Governor Abbott because he's good. Uh, and he says, uh, I mean, you think he's good. And I said, I, I didn't give him $1.4 million. <laughs> what are you getting out of this? Uh, but it's a, it's a fascinating look at what's going on at the border. And this is what our country is going to turn into. You can't import third world people and just dump them into your country and expect that you're not going to have a third world nation. You're going to. Who's paying for the infrastructure? Who's paying for the schools? Who's paying for all of these things? Well, they are, because they got a they got a tax ID. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Really? Uh this is a third world nation uh that we are developing right now in America and you'll see it all uh and uh and you'll see the truth. And I think maybe for the first time on Colony Ridge because it was really a difficult topic to tackle. You want to just pour red meat out for people. That's fine. But we found a very different story. Still shocking but a very different story than the the one we thought we were going to get. So that's Colony Ridge. You'll see that Blaze original documentary on Colony Ridge, hosted by me uh, on Thursday, wherever you connect to Blaze TV. More in just a second. So, Stu, did you get a Berna weapon yet? Not yet, no. I want to, though. Lisa's going to love it. Lisa's going to love it. Um, Berna is a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will send potential threats running in the opposite direction. It's legal in all 50 states. You do not need a permit. You don't need a background check, nothing. And it can be used by all age groups under, I'm sorry, over 18. All age groups under 18. You should see this with a three-year-old. No, Uh, you, you have to be over 18, but it's completely legal everywhere. The Berna launcher is uh, kind of a powerful deterrent. Now, it's not going to kill anybody, but I kind of like that. I mean, I carry a gun, but if I'm in a situation and I'm seeing, you know, a robbery in the convenience store, if I've got a clean shot, okay, if I don't and it's really clear on what's going on, uh, but with Berna, you don't you don't have to have that. You have a sixty foot range. You can fire a tear gas pellet. If it hits them or anywhere within six feet, they're going down and they're incapacitated for half an hour. So pretty good. Uh, my wife has it. I've given it to my every member of my family, so they have one. They can just keep it, you know, in the car wherever they're going. Keep it in the purse. Every situation in which you or your family is in danger is not the same. Visit Burna.com slash Glenn. Get a 10% discount off your purchase. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot slash Glenn. Burna.com slash Glenn. Save 10% right now. Burna.com slash Glenn.
6: The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at GlennBeck.com.
0: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We have uh, somebody from J.P. Morgan Chase, who is uh, one of their strategists. He has put together a list of things. Ten surprises. And you know how much we all love surprises. Ten surprises uh, for uh, 2024. One of them, the one that's getting all the attention, is uh, Biden's going to pull out of the presidential race due to poor health. What? He's the picture of health. Um, you know, he's actually the picture of it. I mean, he's not healthy as a human being, but the picture of him looks very healthy. Um, so that's the one that's getting all the attention. But there's a few others in there uh, that you should hear and, and possibly weigh yourself. Gee, does that sound like that could happen or not? Uh, we'll have those for you coming up next hour. And also, uh, Franco, his good points and his bad points. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? America wonders, scratching its head right now. Was he a good guy or a bad guy? We say uh, hello and welcome uh, back to uh, Stu Bergier, our executive producer. Hello, Stu. I've noticed you've given me the pro Franco side in this debate. I thought that was the easier side. Is it? Is it really?
1: Yeah. I don't have I mean, many good things to say. The main thing that I know about uh, Generalissimo Francisco Franco is that he's
0: still dead. Uh other than that uh, no, that's not the spirit of what we're looking for students. okay, that's, that's mm-hmm. definitely not the spirit we're looking for. I mean, do I have to give you some is that is that what is that is that what you need uh sure i mean he he mm-hmm. was neutral and didn't get invaded in World War two He kept Spain out of the war. hello, mhm, okay, mm-hmm. so he kept him out of war.
1: There you go. Well, so uh, it's a shorter segment than I expected, but you have that (laughs) going on for you, which is nice. Well, I mean, and it's not about Franco, right? Like this is a specifically, it's not about Franco. It's about this idea that the right needs to take more authoritative powers, right? That seems to be what is enticing people into these arguments because it's not just Franco. There's several other examples that people bring up as potential models for some future Mm -hmm. new right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, it all seems a tad dangerous to me. Um, you know, uh, giving Why? more
0: authority Why? to a
1: centralized government usually does make me feel that way.
0: What uh, I what could possibly go wrong? I,
1: I can't well, imagine. I would assume that's your side of the debate. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's it is amazing that that is uh, where I, I guess people are. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting that both sides have convinced themselves they're losing all the time. Like I was listening to, um, there was a, there's a story in our inner prep, which you should get by the way, glenbeck.com, a great newsletter that goes out every, uh, every day that talks about um, some guy in the far left. I think, is it sank? One of the, one of the guys on the far left saying that, you know, John Fetterman, this is what happens. You put a good progressive in and they immediately turn into Republicans. Like the left feels the same way we do. Like they all feel, everyone feels that their side is constantly failing and you never win anything. And when you get two sides that believe that, more and more extreme tactics are embraced by those sides. Um, it's yeah, also but... partially true, I think, for both sides. Uh, certainly, much more, I think, co- correct for the right. Um, but that doesn't mean you jump to tactics that the left loves, right? The left loves centralized government and authoritarian power.
0: You go that direction, I think you, you yeah, end we up losing. Really that would not be good. And by the way, Fetterman, uh, I mean, he is saying some shocking things, but you hired a guy with brain damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, we you did. get what you get when you roll that roulette wheel. Uh, um, but uh, he's, he's not exactly conservative. He's not a Republican, but he is saying unbelievable things lately. Um He said uh, he was talking about Harvard and he said, look, I graduated 25 years ago. And of course, it was always a little pinko, but I don't even recognize it now. Wait, what? And how are you a what? Um, Fetterman also uh, said that Israel is really a beacon of the kind of values, the American values and progressive ideals that we want to see. Uh, In that region, it's our strongest ally. We have a very special kind of relationship. I don't understand how anyone can vote against the Iron Dome or want to harm Israel businesses or the nation or anything. I never understood that. Calling them colonizers? Where does this come from? Oh, I don't know. The universities. More and more of my colleagues are calling uh, for a ceasefire. It's so strange. Why aren't you calling for Hamas to surrender? If Hamas surrendered and turned over their guns, all the killing and misery would end. That's John Fetterman, not making a lot of the pinko bedwetters uh, happy today, but not exactly a Republican either. All right, the great debate. It's really more of a debate between me and Stu. Who could win? We debate Franco next. What is interesting is when you start to have conservatives say things like i don't know franco wasn't so bad it kind of for me it just kind of takes the air out of the room a smidge uh and and you think to yourself something is definitely changing here uh maybe we should address that so franco we will in 60 seconds First, let me tell you about Antoinette. When she found out she was pregnant, Antoinette realized that she was in deep trouble. She had no idea how she was gonna raise a child on her own. So she did what people do now and that she started looking for an abortion clinic. By the grace of God, however, she found a preborn clinic instead where she met her baby first on ultrasound. When she saw that face and heard the heartbeat, she broke down crying. The nurse reminded her that babies are a blessing from God. Antoinette chose life. Her daughter's name is Treasure because she's a gift from God. There are millions more to be saved and Preborn does this work every day. Each of these babies is truly miraculous, and every day, Preborn celebrates 200 miracles. And $28 can be the change and the difference between life and death of a child. When a mom meets her babies on an ultrasound that you paid for for $28, here's the heartbeat... It's a divine connection that doubles the baby's chance at life. So let's join and help moms choose life. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. So for some unknown reason, uh, when I said, Hey, let's do a debate on the good things and the bad things about Franco, Stu immediately said, uh, <laughs> no. I want to do the pro-Franco stuff. Cause he's you're I didn't realize this, Stu. You're a big fan of Franco. No, I
1: just saw fraudulent information and I would like that to be known that Glenn is lying as usual.
0: Well, that's not what America is here right now, but we'll we'll go with that little lie of yours. Uh so um We we looked in and and I wanted to get somebody to debate the other side like Stu, because, uh, you know, he's pretty thorough. He's a fact based guy. And so I thought, let's get him because the facts are I think you'd verify this. The facts are overwhelming in Franco's favor. I would not
1: verify that, actually, and and would feel the opposite, uh, frankly. Really? Um, Yes. And maybe we should start, though, with why. Why would we be debating the positives and negatives of of Franco? What would be Mm -hmm. the purpose of that, and why would that occur in 2024? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A a week before the Iowa caucuses, why are we talking about Franco, of all people?
0: Well, Francisco Franco, you might remember him. Uh, He was... uh, Uh, the head of the Spanish state. Uh, He was uh, what you might call a dictator. And a lot of people now, it seems, in America are starting to say, you know, we should have somebody like Franco that just comes in and, you know, stops all this nonsense. And I'm thinking to myself, no, no, we shouldn't have somebody like Franco. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of the people that are debating this and her who are cozying up to the idea of a an American Franco uh are conservatives, and I don't you either don't know who Franco is, or I wouldn't classify you as a conservative. Uh, but maybe that's me. Maybe that's just me. And I of so, course
1: feel the opposite and feel that he was yeah. great. <laughs> And did a great job right. in his that's you know so thirty six years of yeah. being a dictator. I think that's yeah. an appropriate amount of time.
0: So you're doing a great job so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so here is the thing. Now the the um, some of the stuff we gathered, uh, polling, for instance, show that you know he's he's not so bad to many of the people in Spain and in Italy. You know neither was Mussolini. You know as long as you went along with him. Uh, some of this stuff uh, comes from the Madrid Center for Sociological Research, a government research center, showed that the majority of the Spanish public now acknowledge that Franco did both good and bad things. Now, I'm going to ask for a definition of the word bad uh, because I'm not sure. I mean, the term bad. Does that include extermination camps, Stu, or not, do you think? I, uh, I typically am, am of the opinion
1: that they are universally bad extermination camps. Never a good well, idea.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. but I mean, is that maybe, I don't know, uh, significantly understating the, the badness of extermination camps or genocide or crimes against humanity? I consider them suboptimal. suboptimal. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We'll see. We got the right guy for, you know, the (laughs) Mm -hmm. debate Franco side. Okay. So would you like to start or should I start? You go ahead, Glenn. I go ahead. You've got that really tough task to make Franco
1: look bad. So I'm going to give you all the, all the lead up you need. Okay.
0: So now both sides uh, of the debate, both good and bad Franco, they will, uh, they will admit that he committed massive atrocities during the Spanish civil war. Uh, his nationalists raped Republican women and shaved their heads. Uh, they rounded up half a million people and put them in 60 concentration camps. A large, large portion of these uh, prisoners uh, did forced labor or made to fight in Franco's army. Uh, and then, you know, he executed another hundred thousand people during the war. So right off there, I think, I don't think I'm on the Franco train. Really? Yeah. The train yeah. is an interesting... Uh, it, well,
1: I thought use so. there. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, but I, as you... Again, I will attempt my best here, but Franco did, at least, when you're thinking of the Spanish people, or at least half of them, um, specifically, he did keep them out of World War II uh, by kind of remaining neutral. Right. Now, uh, some might note that you didn't get invaded and you were less likely to be invaded by Hitler when you did things that Hitler didn't mind all that much. Um, which is not you know, necessarily a positive, but mm. I'm mm. telling you it's a positive that, hey, he remained neutral in World War II and didn't get invaded. Oh,
0: OK. Mm-hmm. All right. OK. You know, but he was busy there for a while in his own civil war. And uh, the public affairs officer for Franco's forces told an American reporter, quote, you know what's wrong with Spain? Modern plumbing. In healthier times, spiritually healthier, you understand, the plague and pestilence, they could be counted on to thin the Spanish masses. Now, with modern sewage disposal, they, they, people just multiply too fast. And the masses are no better than animals, you understand. You can't expect them not to become infected with the virus of Bolshevism. Uh, after all, rats and lice carry the plague. So, he had a really good understanding of a servant to the people, you know? Sure.
1: Well, I, I, yeah. I you could say that. However, we've all become so indoorsy these days. I mean, like, you know, when it's 32 degrees, we don't even go out to outhouses anymore. Uh, the outdoor plumbing was a better approach. Uh,
0: was it? Uh, yes, much better. It and is. I think okay. we should go back
1: right. to that. Um, so
0: get rid of modernity like Toilets,
1: Yeah. Uh, modernity. Uh-huh. That's an interesting yes. word. I, f- I feel it like we've is. used that uh, with some Russian figures uh, yes, over the past we, few years that they are saying get rid of modernity and, as well. And
0: some Christian nationalists, mm. too. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Well, mm. I mean, what you're not talking about, of course, is the fact that foreign investment was encouraged and tourism was promoted. And by 1962, per capita income for the nation's 33 million people reached 3 Hundred dollars per year. Holy cow! Holy cow! So I mean, now, I noticed you didn't point that out when you because I mean, imagine how high it would have went if we could still go to outhouses. It probably yeah. could have doubled that number. Well,
0: let me let me just. I hate to throw a a monkey wrench into the deal, but I I wasn't really concentrating on the tourism, um, okay. because after after the war, uh, Franco was responsible for the torture murderer. And, uh, and covert burial of a, an additional 114,000 Spanish citizens. Um, he, just, he just targeted people, uh, Republican loyalists, atheists, Jews, intellectuals, liberals, academics, Protestants. I mean, but you didn't see the Protestants. I mean, whew, you know, hmm. um, anarchists, Freemasons, socialists, uh, Catalan and Basque nationalists, communists, Homosexuals and trade unionists. Uh, so, and they just they open up mass graves all around Spain, and uh, relatives, you know, couldn't mark the grave or anything else. They just dumped them in and just covered them with dirt. So, well,
4: I
1: say what you want, but we wouldn't have this Basque nationalist problem if it wasn't for all this indoor plumbing. And, <laughs> and I think Franco nailed that, by the way. Right. But right. you did mention an interesting word there: communist. What? You Communist. see, he was an anti-communist. He was an anti-socialist. Mm-hmm. He opposed mm-hmm. a lot of the things that we oppose today, which somehow is supposed to be a, a reason enough to love the guy. And that's why I'm making this positive argument for Franco. So <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> wait. But he did so oppose he, communists, it's true, he did oppose yeah. socialists. Of course, I don't want to uh, point out some of the other figures in Europe at the time who also hit that standard and maybe are not thought of so positively.
0: Wow, it sounds like you're not convinced he's a good guy. What? No, I just told you he's against communists. Let me see if I can flip Stu on this one. Uh, you know, the children from Republican families uh, were taken and they weren't killed. Uh, they were just abducted, renamed, and given to supporters of the Franco regime. Uh, an estimated 300,000 babies were also stolen from hospitals and undesirable parents. Uh, and then they were sold to approved families. So, Have you heard any of the d- dumb
1: names parents are naming kids these days? They should be re- captured and renamed. That's the only way we could save our really? society today. Yes. Uh, and Franco uh. is one of the few people who knew that and i'll tell you this glenn um he did promote strong spanish national identity and culture and this seems to be honestly what people
0: kidnapping babies
1: seems to be yeah sure um and, and and opposing indoor plumbing but it seems to be what people do like just like me who's arguing the pro franco side is that he did have a bit of a... He had a nationalist streak, which has some uh, equivalent here in the modern movement on the right. And also, he did um, promote... He did love Spanish culture, and he did not like people uh, undercutting that. And so he he used the centralized power of the state that he held for 36 years... Right, he used that power to enforce some things that maybe you might like, and if but, if but he did wait. that,
0: shouldn't we just embrace it? But wait, um, beyond having martial law for uh, ten years, um, while he was of course busy talking about how great Spain was, he was also dumping bodies in a massive grave. Uh, he was uh, stealing babies and taking children killing their parents and then taking the children and adopting them into pro-Franco families. So I think that makes me, as a nationalist, it would make me love Spain maybe a little less.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, that's, uh, if you had a good a, a good name, then maybe you'd change your opinion once the government assigned you your new name, um, which was much, much better than your old uh, name. Hey. Um, I will say, though, um, you know, Glenn... Once he aged, see, here's the thing. You know, yeah. people look at this and say, "Look, did Franco do some bad things?" Sure, some people will say that, but they will also note that it was a trying time, a difficult period after the war, and he and, and the country was collapsing. He needed to yeah. act in that way, and once he oh, aged, sure. he was he did release you know release and relax some of those rules uh, police uh, you know beating people over the head for no apparent reason um declined by like i don't know 13% or something and um he uh, did allow some free market reforms now some would point out well, hey maybe you just put the free market reforms in because they're good and you don't just wait uh, you know for 30 years of yeah, uh, yeah. A, a, a dictatorship before you do some of those things but hey later on in life you know he he aged and he calmed a little bit and isn't that wonderful
0: well, still didn't uh, allow any freedom of the press, but also uh, he I mean, employment, you if you were unemployed, you could get a job if you were a Franco supporter. Um, but the people were required to get a uh, a certificate of good behavior from local officials uh, so you could get a job, which kind of sounds like what we don't want to happen here. Uh,
1: Well, I mean, some would say that there's certain people out there who would make claims. uh, I think I'm just going
0: to I I think while you're you're making very good points, I think I'm just going to leave it at this. Only Cambodia, known for the killing fields, (laughs) only Cambodia has more mass graves and anonymous victims than Franco's Spain so anonymous victims because they rejected their new names (laughs) thank you just don't get this movement i really don't all right let me tell you about rough greens you fed your dog today yet how do he like it you don't know can't answer that question you don't know if he liked it or not okay they don't talk how much nutritional good do you think your food is doing him well, if it's kibble food, uh, the unfortunate answer is probably not all that much. Just like your body, your dog's body needs um, uh, things that will make him healthier and happier, things like probiotics, all of the vitamins and minerals that are cooked out of kibble food. That's why I want to talk to you about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog's food. Brown food is dead food. Remember that. You want the green stuff. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is gonna love it. They have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash beck, roughgreens.com slash beck, or call 833 Glen33. They'll give you a first trial bag for free. Just pay for shipping. 833 Glen33. 833 G-L-E-N-N 33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Ten seconds, station ID. Yes. Yes. Well, Stu, I... I mean, I thought you made a lot of good points on Franco. Because uh, there's a lot of them out there, as you well know.
1: Well, I, uh, you know, I'm a passionate supporter, apparently, of, of Franco,
0: so... Yeah. yeah. I know you almost you almost slipped there and said Hitler. No, I... Well, no, I didn't, but I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, there, there's
1: too many similarities uh, there to yeah. be ignored. I, I don't... Yeah. You know, look, I... We had we had a lot right, I think, in this country, you know, and I feel like we're at the point where we want to throw a lot of the things that we did correctly out the window because we perceive this as a period of things not going our way. That's not a good like there's a reason why we've been a country that's been this powerful for a long time. And those principles are the ones that got us here. And it just feels like if we were to go back and embrace them a little bit, maybe we wouldn't need to have a, a 40 year dictatorship.
0: I don't know those can be fun um the uh, for the dictators usually um the, uh, the what's happening to us right now and the reason why franco people are starting to say you know we we need maybe a nationalist and a religious uh dictator no we don't you know we need one as much as iran needs one um you oh wait a minute they already have one. Oh, oh i'm sorry so some other country other than iran um we don't need that we shouldn't want that. That's a very grave danger to anyone and everyone because that's a dictatorship that just can eliminate those who they deem problems. I don't want that on the left. I don't want that on the right. I don't want it here, there, or anywhere, Sam, I am. Uh, the, the reason why this is happening is because things are becoming uncontrollable. The, the government has gone so far awry that people believe that only an unconstitutional dictator can save the country. And that's not true. All you have to do is return to the Constitution. If you return to the Constitution, all of it comes back. Now, you can't give everybody the freedom that they think they have now, like I have the right to go in and, and uh, loot stores. No, no. That won't stop until you start enforcing the local laws and the laws of the Constitution. Once you do that, we fix ourselves. People are overthinking all of this stuff. I mean, you're going to need a very, very unpopular president or a president during a war. That's why everybody wants a war so much that is able to do things under a War Powers Act, which is terrifying to me. Um, I would much rather have a president come in and just say, I'm a one-term president, but I am going to put everything on the table and I'm going to get rid of this huge administrative state. It's gone. I don't want it. It's not constitutional. Um, Once you get past some of those things, it's amazing how... You fix your town, you fix your state, you fix your country. I I don't understand why, especially conservatives, are talking about Francisco Franco. He was an evil dictator that didn't do some bad. He committed atrocities, and every dictator commits atrocities. Because they force people into compliance. That is not America.
6: Glenn Beck.
0: American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org I feel for you at the the end of the month, 15th of the month, you are struggling to make ends meet. You are trying to get your finances in order. Uh, You're worried about what's going to happen in the future if the economy goes down the tubes. I get it. It's a really scary time right now for a lot of people. And trying to play catch up with the debts, especially if they're on credit cards. Oh my gosh, staying ahead of that is really difficult. Give yourself a breath. Okay, just breathe for a second. If you're in a situation to where you might lose your house, you might lose everything, please call American Financing today. The great news is market... Uh, the market for homeowners, interest rates have dropped and are now back in the fives, which is a lot lower than they were last year. You've been buried in high interest credit card debt. Now's the time to break free. Please, they can give you maybe up to two months of uh, savings by delaying two months of mortgage payments and the average person is saving $854 a month. Call them now. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. it is uh it's a head to head match i mean it is going to come in by a nose i i predict this this race uh for the uh, gop nomination uh is just thrilling exciting and nail biting all the way to the end we uh have our first contest to see when they all step into the ring which one is going to come out as a victor and uh my uh my man for color here which is really kind of racist uh is uh, Steve steuber uh, otherwise known as Stu. and and stew what are you what are you looking at at this uh, big match out uh, on the uh, on the mat in Iowa <laughs> it is amazing we're 7 days away one
1: week from Iowa and it, it doesn't no interest. feel that way does it uh, no no I, I mean i think there's the sort of belief that we are in a primary that doesn't really exist, right? Like that Trump is running away with it. And, you know, in right. a few weeks
0: we will it is, it, know that it's as exciting as the, uh, Biden, uh, primary. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the voters. The same thing with the Trump thing. I mean, you got to go out and vote, uh, but it seems like it's just going to happen. And then the nail biter is, is he going to end up in prison Right. I I think that's where people see
1: the real contest taking shape. But I think that's partially why it does matter what happens in these uh, early states, because the second place primary is important when you have one of the two major parties trying to throw the other guy in prison. Right, like the, the yeah. Comes. Well, we haven't
0: we mm. haven't really had that kind of El Salvadorian kind of feel to our presidential <laughs> elections, but <laughs> that's true. We haven't yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> we haven't really done much of that. Um, so no. I, I started a kind of a new morning update uh, podcast called State of the Race, which is on the Studios America feed. If you go there and wherever you okay. get your podcast, and we're gonna go through all of this every day because I think you know in a few weeks we might find out that Trump runs away with this and. There's nothing Mm -hmm. to worry about about going to prison or being thrown off ballots and that stuff all clears itself out. We don't have to worry about this, which would be great. I mean, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you don't have to worry about democracy crumbling in front of your eyes, that would be a positive. It'll be surprising, uh,
0: but it would be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And And you have a situation where, look, DeSantis is, do you think it's a, would you say it's a must win, Iowa, for DeSantis? Or do you think he can show a strong second and and you know stay
0: stay together enough to keep the race going. Oh no, I I mean I I I mean I would say yeah cuz he's he, he it doesn't look like he's going to win in New Hampshire, does it? No, he's he's in, currently in fourth in the polling in New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. Uh and he's probably not going to win in South Carolina. So yeah, I would say he's got to win one of them. Yeah. Now, if he wins Iowa,
1: right, that's where you depend on the bump uh, to change yes. some of these secondary states. But if, you know, if and we just really it's interesting because we all complain about the polls. Everybody, you know, the polls are annoying and they don't always tell us the truth. And we know the we know that situation. However, in a world where we have a lack of polling, which is this one, we have nothing. Mm-hmm really right now from these states that's updated we have a a, the situation with uh, the real clear politics average which is what people throw out all the time and real clear politics does a good job averaging polls is a good idea rather than taking one individual poll that's all true however the most recent result from iowa in the real clear politics average is december 18th that's when it ended so you have a, a poll that's over three weeks old as Iowa gets close, we don't know. Like, is it possible that DeSantis has made a move? Is it possible Haley's made a move? Is it possible Haley now is in second place in Iowa and DeSantis is in third? You know, it's hard to know. We don't have anything updated at this point. So in this world where we don't know, uh, even the basics, it seems like, it would be, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those situations you have to watch these other indicators. You're seeing Nikki Haley's upping the spending all over These early states, she's got the cash, Glenn. I mean, she really is
0: funneling. She's taking it from Democrats. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, it really is happening where she's taking a ton of money and dumping it into these races now really leading the spending in a place like Iowa, which has not been the case for most of the campaign. And DeSantis, like, again, we've talked about DeSantis a lot. We really really like Ron DeSantis. I think he'd be a really good president if he were to win. I do too. Um, that being said, you know, it's, he, this is his time he needs to make the move. And three weeks in Iowa is a lifetime, right? I mean, it's a lot of time to see where this movement is happening. And we haven't seen any updated polling. I assume we're going to get one more Des Moines Register poll here before the election actually happens. And that's kind of the big pollster in the state. We will see if we get that. But... Right now, it's been shocking. I mean, we keep getting these national polls. Hey, here's where the, the race stands nationally, which means nothing. Nothing. Right? These things, nothing. They, these give, aren't even give, elections that happen on the same day. The, the caucuses and primaries happen weeks apart from each other. A national poll the, gives you nothing but a general sense.
0: Give me the polls that you have from Iowa, New Hampshire, and uh, South Carolina, anything you have, and then tell me the date they were last taken.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, you go to the. The, the polling has been less interesting in Iowa, where it, the race has seemed pretty stagnant for a while. Again, these are going back a few weeks here. But if you look at the, um, the, uh, the polls for uh, Iowa, you have a, a situation where you're about 51% to Donald Trump on uh, average. Uh, Ron DeSantis is about 19%. Nikki Haley is about 16%. And after that you have, you know, Ramaswamy about 6, you have Christie about 3, Asa Hutchinson who's still in the race. I and mean, people don't seem to be <laughs> interested in his candidacy, right, um, but right. he's interested well, in it. In, in,
0: yeah. That's kind of and the, that's what counts. That's really what counts. Good for you, Asa. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, he is uh he is uh he's at zero. <laughs> he's legit. <laughs> Legitimately at zero, now those right. again are the averages of the race. If you look at where those polls have been taken place, a couple of them were mid December Some of them are early December, you know more than a month old and While it would be an unprecedented thing for uh, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley to be able to unseat Trump in Iowa in this short of a window, we have seen yeah. massive. Um, surprised us before. I mean, Howard Dean was up by, you know, 20 and 30 points. Rick Santorum was way, way back in this race. You know, Ted Cruz, even going into the polling, going into election or caucus day in Iowa, still showed that Cruz was not going to win in 2016. And then he wound up winning, Um, you know, Barack Obama, Barack Obama, uh, Hillary Clinton, and John Edwards were all really tight in the Iowa caucuses leading up to that day. So there are surprises, and they happen pretty frequently in Iowa late in elections. This is just a different situation, right? You have a president uh, running who's an incumbent, basically. A guy who is you know, running as the standard bearer for the party and has been for eight years. This is different than a Howard Dean who was kind of coming out of nowhere, right? So that, this, that needs to be acknowledged.
0: This, the only way that Iowa becomes a surprise on the GOP, Is if people were saying they were going to vote for Donald Trump because they didn't want any backlash from the right, Mm -hmm. but they actually go in behind closed doors and they vote for somebody else. I don't see that happening, but that's the only that's the only thing I could imagine. If you were to say, how does Ron DeSantis have a
1: success in Iowa where you would say, let's just say he wins or loses by Two points, right? A very, very close race that comes down to the to the wire. That I think would be seen as a real overperform for where we, our expectations Correct. for DeSantis and Correct. that might propel him forward. How close does he need to be? If he's down now by on the average of, you know, thirty some odd points, if he's in single digits, is that enough to make a big statement for DeSantis and maybe propel the campaign forward? Or does he need to get closer than that?
0: Well, if he's the big winner of the night and he's, you know, 8 points behind, that is huge. That would change the dynamics, I think. Be better if he were closer, or actually won. If he actually wins, that will be a big thing. That would be huge, right? That
1: huge. that would change the I think th- yeah. the the direction Everything. of the campaign. Yeah. And I agree. you know, and, and New Hampshire is interesting as well. Haley is closer in New Hampshire than DeSantis is in uh, in uh, Iowa, Iowa, if you believe the polls. And again, they're not really updated. Uh, one other interesting thing is one pollster has shown very close results between Haley and Trump in New Hampshire. Now, this isn't shown everywhere. Uh, you know, most of the other polls are not nearly as positive, where you see, you know, l- at best, low double-digit leads for trump if you're if you're haley and you're at, you know like one poll showed um the uh, a 14 point lead for uh, trump over haley 44 to 30 which is closer than it's been for a while however american research group which isn't a isn't an, a terrible pollster or a great pollster somewhere in the middle uh, has shown two polls in a row with trump up only by four in new hampshire um, over Nikki Haley. The most recent one is December 27th through January 3rd. So uh, the most recent poll we have in any early state, and that shows Trump at 37, Haley at 33, Christie at 10, DeSantis 5, Ramaswamy 4, Hutchinson actually showing up at 1%. Congratulations to Ace on that one.
0: So so what is, uh, Haley would have to win there. Where is um, DeSantis again? In Only
1: at 5%. So even why? even a win in Iowa it, no. it's difficult to see how DeSantis could make a big impact in a state like New Hampshire. Now maybe
0: why is he performing so poorly
1: in New Hampshire? I don't know. I mean, he's look, New Hampshire's a moderate state. Maybe isn't as in love with the conservative credentials of a Ron DeSantis. That's not entirely uh surprising, I suppose. However, uh, you know, you, you feel like if if New Hampshire's taking the Haley route as the non-Trump option, where Christie is still in the race as well, doing, you know, OK, I guess, double digits in this bowl. You wonder if if Iowa is going to be very competitive, does that translate into support for DeSantis in South Carolina? I mean, he I think he's basically skipping completely New Hampshire in his mind. His path to victory doesn't matter what, what happens to him in South in, in New Hampshire. He's going to go right to South Carolina and hope oh, a bump yeah. from Iowa translates there. We have more a more conservative voting base, but a pretty pro Trump voting base base mm-hmm. and a voting base who has Nikki Haley as their former governor. So it's a very complicated path forward for DeSantis, even with a good showing. In Iowa, not impossible, but
0: really a, a tough hurdle. to Well, clear. with a great track record, which DeSantis has, uh, and a great conservative message, which he has, uh, he hasn't been able to convince the American people yet that he's better than Trump. Why is he better than Trump? Uh, that's what he had to do on the road. And I'm not sure that he has ever uh, hit that to America's or at least conservatives satisfaction. All right, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are looking for a house, whether it's across the country or across the street, the people, the people that should sell your house are the people that live in the area, know the area, have been doing it for years and years and years, and know what the best practices are. Know how to negotiate. Know how to walk into a house and go, uh, this is really not the, the one for you. No, but it looks great. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, you know, that kind of, and has to be somebody who is, it can listen and relate to you. If you're a person that has, you get greatly offended by master bedroom, none of the real estate agents are going to probably call it a master bedroom uh, because you can't now, according to, I don't know, the gods of the real estate industry, but... They're not going to freak out if you say master bedroom. They're like, I'm taking around these bigots to look at houses, and they called it a master bedroom. Shut up. Shut up. You want to sell your house for the most amount of money, least amount of time, and get into your new house with the least amount of money? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. Let us know where you're moving to and from, and we'll help find the right real estate agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
6: You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program.
1: 888 727 BECK is the phone number. It's the Glenn Beck Program. You know, we've been talking about where this goes in the last weeks as we get to the Republican fight for the nomination. And a big Democratic battle between Joe Biden, Marion Williamson, and Dean Phillips. Who knows which way that will go? Could go any direction. I think, are you at the same place I am where it just feels like anything could happen? Like, I feel like we could go anywhere from Donald Trump winning the election uh, easily to Donald Trump is in prison. F- from Joe Biden uh, somehow winning the election to joe biden not even being the candidate and someone else like we discussed earlier maybe kamala harris or uh, gavin newsom or michelle obama or who knows who could be the candidate i feel like it's changing on a day-to-day basis this is why we kind of started this new podcast uh, state of the race it's on the Studos america feed if you uh, wherever you get your podcast you can get it every morning you know with a, like 10 minute or so update on just the things that are happening that you need to know about that the media is not going to tell you and trying to give you some perspective on that because you constantly get this information from the mainstream media and you know, it's not true, but why is it untrue? true? What is really going on behind the scenes? What are these candidates thinking, you know, within their internal walls as far as um, where this campaign is going? And of course, telling us you know where we're going to go in the future with this stuff so this is going to happen on the studios america feed it's called state of the race the first episode's up there today if you want to go check that out we also have some stuff coming up on the youtube channel studios america youtube channel today's a little bit of a a new commercial from chris christie that i think i think you're going to enjoy uh so that's going to be actually posted here in just minutes at youtube.com slash studios america something you uh, i think will want to share with people who maybe aren't huge fans of chris christie i guess that's enough uh, we could say there. coming in the in the the next couple of weeks i mean this has been one of the strangest times i think i can ever remember we've been covering elections glenn and i together since going back to the 2000 george w bush al gore election you know we're old and we go way back to those days uh just doing the show together and watching this all develop this is the strangest one we've ever covered because, you know, I think half the people are just uninterested in it because they feel like it's a foregone conclusion. Some people are passionately interested and it's turning them completely insane. We're going to try to eh, go in between those two uh, here over the next couple of weeks and just give you what actually matters. So check it out on the Studios America feed and right here on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn's back tomorrow and we will have more for you on not only the election, but everything else happening in the world which at this point seems to be completely upside down. We'll see you tomorrow.
6: The Glenn Beck Program.